G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. It's 6.21 with Baz and for breakfast. Ricardo Ball uh, filling in for Louis Herman Watt, the hyphen as they call him. You can call us anytime on the <laughs> Kennards Hire phone line 0800 150 811 or you can drop us a text on double eight double three. Uh, let us know where you're listening to SENZ. And uh, what your name is as well so we can give you a shout out um, is what did you make of that uh, test on the way? Was it a test? Was it a test? It was an opposed training run, wasn't it? What did you reckon? <laughs> um... Yeah, look, it's still a test match, test match, and uh, there's, I'll delve into it a bit later in, in my little takeaway. I think the the winners for me, I'm going to talk about the winners for me, and then I'm going to talk about the questions from that test. So the winners for me, Will Jordan showed me that he needs to be in the team somewhere. Mate, his ability to break open a game at any time, work his work ethic around the park, his canning ability to be in the right place at the right time, i.e. when he scores tries, I had a wee punt on him actually to get five tries, him and George Bridge. He got three, and actually Damian McKenzie stole one from him when he reached his hands out, so I was absolutely gutted when he did that. But he's such a busy player. And for me, he'll make a real headache when it comes to picking uh, the sides. Outside backs, they're absolutely stacked with um, talent on the outsides. But for me, Jordan, Will Jordan has to be there. Also, Tupai and Eno at centre. Man, I thought that that combination uh, will give Ian Foster and Co. Um, some some thoughts to have. I thought they were outstanding. I think the way Tupire is, his um, he's so direct. His directness with his play, he runs hard, he runs strong. He's only a small guy, but he's physical at what he does, man. And so I really enjoyed his multifacets of play, his ability to to be direct, but also be a distributor um, at, at centre, and, and then his combination with Braden. Well, Braden came back from from an injury he'd been out for a while and what I love about Braden is his when he's at centre mate he is so physical on the defensive line mate he shoots out of line and puts hits on and he makes good reads so it reminds me of kind of like a Conrad Smith very defensively sound at the centre role so those connections that these two players were able to, to form on the weekend will we'll have questions for, for Foster and co when they have to pick the side um, and also Braden Ennell's ability to be, to be able to play wing Obviously went on and with about 30 to go and replaced uh, Bridgie on the left there and looked really, really good actually when he had opportunities very quick. So his ability to play multi-facets of positions will, will just give him another added bow to him. Maybe that last little bench roll when you're coming on, bit 23 where you can cover centre, you can cover the wing. So that, that gives good questions for Fozzie and, and the crew. Um, Dane Coles, how good was it to see Dane Coles <laughs> ranging on the edges, playing his free-spirited game? I mean, he will be big for this All Black side, especially with him and Gaza heading to Europe, uh, heading over to, to the UK when they play the Wales and the French sides, the Dublins, and uh, the Irish. They are big and they are physical. And, and especially one thing I've kind of noticed with the All Blacks is they, well, they, they don't have, I don't feel like they have that ruthless edge about their forward pack at the moment. And uh, I know if there's Coles and Guzzler and co in there, they will bring that edge, they will bring that niggleness, and they will bring that just that, that little bit of thing that's missing for them at the moment. So looking looking forward and loved having Dane Coles. Only question marks is his calves. 
He, he, you know, we love seeing him ranging on the edges, um, running that free-spirited game. But always, every time he has a sprint, I'm just looking at his calf going, hold up, please, stay together, because he's, um, he's had a fair few niggles with that. But, no, nah, it was good to see Colsey back. Um, question marks? Look, I hate to say this, and someone that I was hoping to have a cracking performance, and to be fair, he didn't do too bad with the opportunities he had. Um, Bridgie? George Bridge, the ball wasn't really going his way, and every time it did, it was it was crappy ball, so it wasn't really good ball that, that Will Jordan was kind of getting. But what I would love and, and what I saw from Will is, is Will was getting into positions. He was putting himself into positions to, to get into um, actual viable positions where he's going to make a difference. And I know um, Bridgie was kind of trying to get into those positions but wasn't really in a position probably to help the team or put himself into into good positions. So I just I was just hoping he was um, going to have a cracking performance, but I just see it pretty hard for him in a stacked outside back. You know, you've got Severy Reese who will come in and he's made every post to win every time he's had an opportunity. Severy Reese will be, has to be there somewhere. Will Jordan has to be there somewhere. You had Rico Yuani wasn't even playing and how outstanding has he been playing all year? Centre wing. Uh, you've got Braden Enor now who's a viable choice. You've got Geordie Barrett, who is our best fullback at the moment. I know Damien McKenzie had a cracking performance on the weekend, but Geordie Barrett has to be there. So, look, three positions, six players, it's going to be tough. And I just see um, Bridgie, his only real chance to really come back and have a cracking performance will be against Italy, um, where he can get his mojo back, get in the game, scoring tries defensively, catching those high balls, the things that Bridgie is good at and why he's in the team. Um, another question mark, um, Ricardo, I want to talk about, and I might be off here, but last week I spoke about my expectations for the tour, and I spoke about ruthlessness and everything they do. And, and you can look at the score, and you can say 104-14, yep, that's ruthlessness. But knowing the ABs and their mantra, the two tries they scored, scoring points, hasn't been a problem, but it's leaking them, which has. Little mind lapses in critical moments, especially down their own end, which allows teams an easy in, I'd just love to see them being a bit more ruthless with the way they do. And I know um, when the USA scored those tries, let's be honest, that was a th probably a third-string USA side with the um, players they haven't been able to select in the UK and in Europe. And them scoring true tries, I, th I think that'll be, they'll be pretty disappointed about that. So that, that's kind of the ruthlessness that I'm talking about. Like these little things down their own end, just offloads, putting themselves under pressure and then giving the United States opportunities to, to score tries and make those points. Like, if you play in a Tier 1 nation, um, they will punish you. And we saw that in, in the South African test, you know, just little lapses, little times when the pressure went on that they kind of just went away from what they're about. Um, I'd love to just see them be a bit more ruthless in, um, in what they do. As for the spectacle, was it, was it worth it? I think so. I, th I think from a brand point, Ricardo, with All, all Blacks and growing it globally... I think that would have been, been great. On the other side, and, and a country trying to host Rugby World Cups and be a major factor in the game of rugby, then no. Uh, time will tell. I think you've got you to trust what they're about. Look at Japan. Look at Japan. The Japan Top League has been going from strength to strength, and now they're competing with um, Tier 1 top teams, only going down to Australia by 10 points. So you look at the what the Japan Top League is doing and the MLR now, and we're going to get Andy Ellis on later, uh, to talk about it, like you just got to, I think you got to give the states time to get to where they are at the moment. If we give them time, and you keep growing the MLR, MLR, it's gonna, um, it's gonna be great. It w you know, it's gonna help 
USA Rugby um, go from strength to strength. So for me, mate, I thought it was a great spectacle. There is winners, there is losers from it. And, um, you know, I know there's a lot of chat. Was it worth it? Well, it's a business, you know, and without money, we can't operate a business. Without our sponsors on our radio show, we can't come to your airways. So, yes, you need to make money and you need to go over there. So, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's my take, Ricardo. Well, the thing is, if the All Blacks, if there's a, one of those tries gets on the ESPN top 10 plays of the week, it's paid for itself, mm. hasn't it, in terms of exposure for the game yeah. and, and, and things, you know, like mm. that? I mean, and without those moments, you don't get Silver Lake offering you $500 million to be part of it. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, hundred percent. That, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, and that's like there is obviously the scoreline didn't reflect that, and, and but you know, look at the fans; they got to witness some amazing rugby. Twenty nine seconds to watch Luke Jackson score a try off a kickoff. Like, you know, like they get to witness some great rugby and what the All Blacks brand is about. But yeah, it is a business, and at the moment, you know, the sport and and especially in New Zealand is is tough going at the moment, and and they've got to keep making money, and and like you said, exposure over there in front of these great brands. On bloody Wall Street, you know they might see this team and see what they're doing. The hacker, you know, they had the um, uh, someone in Congress talking about them and, uh, during their during their meetings. Like, how cool was that, man? So, yeah, I, I could only see positives from it, man. Yeah, exactly. I, I I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, I from a spectator's point of view, I turned it on 12 minutes in and saw the score, and I went. <laughs> oh, and thought I turned it on 32 minutes in, you know, and I, so I was about to take it back. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I talked to Dan Power, who's the uh, the voice of Major League Rugby. Um, he's an Aussie who's been yeah. living in Aussie for, uh, in the U.S. for a while, and he calls all their games and hosts their podcasts. And he said there were 39,000 there. Um, he said, which was down on Soldier mm. Field, but different city, yeah. uh, different climate, the fact the U.S. team were under. I mean, that's 40,000 Americans who are – Paying dollars to go in, yeah. buy their hot dogs, buy their All Blacks jersey at the merch stand, etc. A lot et of Kiwis here, though, eh? With their NYQ banners. <laughs> a few Kiwis. In the- yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It was cool. Yeah, it was. It was cool. It was cool. Mm. Hey, um, we should we should crack on. Uh, here's Trudy with the news for Kubota. Uh, together with, uh, we are shaping and building New Zealand.